0: We are expecting great things to happen in this service as we have. Yesterday was a day to be remembered. The Spirit of God moved mightily. And we believe God for great things tonight. I'm particularly blessed to serve. Pastor Rob, why don't you come on over here, sir? Come on up here. Let's lift our hands and thank God for a minute. Come on up here. This is Pastor Rob Floyd. He pastors in Jefferson. Uh, Right there. Thank you, brother. We'll have him sit up front. Amen. And uh, we love him. He's doing a great work. Let's lift our hands to heaven and we'll pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight we lift up the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of the glory of God. Things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. And you said, if you be lifted up, we'll draw all men to you. So tonight we lift up that name that has power in three worlds. Father, not my name, not our ministry, but the ministry of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Father, we thank you over 2,000 years ago, you came, you died on a cross, went to hell, was resurrected on the third day, and brought many sons unto glory. And When you came out of uh, hell itself, you you literally led uh, a trainload of Old Testament saints out of Abraham's bosom into glory, and we're thankful today... And always that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away, behold, all things become new, and all things are of God who has reconciled us back into himself and given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world back into himself. We thank you, Jesus, that you laid down your life, was whipped, beaten, and sacrificed for our transgressions, for you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace fell upon you. And with your stripes, we declare that we are the healed of the Lord. We love you tonight. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Not my name, not our ministry, but the ministry of the Lord Jesus. Father, tonight, make my tongue as a pen of a ready writer. We follow the spirit of the living God, Father. We thank you for unction and utterance by the Holy Ghost. And we'll be careful before it's all said and done to give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. And we thank you, Father, for Pastor Dusik and his wife, Phyllis and this beautiful family and the beautiful church family. I pray that the eyes of their understanding is enlightened, that they continue to know the hope of their calling, and what is the riches of the glorious inheritance as becoming saints. We pray for them right now. Pastor Dosik as he's in Pakistan, doing mass crusades, winning thousands and thousands to the Lord. We thank you tonight that there's safety over them that the word will go forth and accomplish that which it set out to do. And so shall your word tonight go forth and accomplish great things. And we know that the Holy Spirit is here tonight to touch, to rearrange, to ignite hearts, to make them a flame of fire. We thank you, Lord. Angels of, angels of God, ministering spirits that are sent to render service for those who've inherited salvation. We welcome you in the service to your post of duty, to bring body parts like the book of Acts. We thank you for signs, wonders, and miracles being done in the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And then, Father, just as they prayed in Acts chapter 4... When they were forbidden to speak in the name of Jesus, they prayed this prayer. Now behold thy threatening and grant unto thy servant with all boldness we may speak forth your word, stretching forth your hand to heal that signs and wonders might be done in the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they prayed, the place was shaken. Father, shake this place today by your power. And we thank you, Father. Father, we believe this is the hour of the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And we love you today and tonight and always. And we thank you, Father, in Second Chronicles chapter five, verse thirteen and fourteen, under the Old Testament, when the singers and trumpeters became as one, lifting their voice, saying, The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever, then the house was filled with a cloud, even to the point that the ministers couldn't even stand. For the glory of the Lord did fill the house. And then Second Chronicles 7, 1 and 2. This is Solomon when he dedicated the temple. When Solomon made an end to prayer, the fire came down from heaven, burnt the sacrifice and offerings, and the glory of the Lord did fill the place to the point they couldn't get into the service. And we thank you for your glory and manifestation. As Isaiah 40 and five, verse 5, the prophet of old said, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and we shall all see it together, declares the mouth of God. And we thank you, Lord. Psalm 63, 1, 2, and 3. David said, O God, thou art my God, or really will I seek thee? My soul longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. For what purpose? To see thy glory and thy power as we have seen in the sanctuary. For thy loving kindness is better than life. And Father, I thank you for Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were in one place and one accord. Suddenly, like a rushing mighty wind, God filled the house where they were seated, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Verse 4, "...and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave utterance, cloven tongues of fire." And there were devout men out of 17 different nations. Some were mocking, some were saying, what does this mean? But Peter, standing with the eleven, said, you men of Judea and Samaria, be this known to you that these men are not drunk as you suppose, for it is the third hour of the day, nine in the morning. But this is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel, that in the latter days he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters would prophesy, Young men see vision, old men dream dreams, and upon my handmaids and my servants, I'll pour out my spirit in that day. So Father, we thank you in Hebrews thirteen eight, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and the ministry of Jesus is alive and well in this church tonight. And we thank you, Father, in advance for bodies that are healed from miracles, signs, and wonders. We welcome the nine manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit according to the book of Acts. Thank you, Father, for three power gifts, three utterance gifts, three revelation gifts to function for the sake of the people. And we will be careful always to give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor that is due unto your name. And I, Father, I thank you when, when a, two sparrows fall to the ground, you know about it. Even the hairs of our head are numbered. You know the needs that are here tonight. And I pray, according to Philippians 4.19, that our God shall supply all of their needs, whatever those needs are tonight, according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And David said, I've been young and I've been old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. And, Father, we worship you and give you praise and glory and honor. And thank you for your goodness, for your kindness, for the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Your mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. And we love you today. We thank you for men's sins that are forgiven, men's sins that are washed under the blood of a fountain from Emmanuel's veins, and that lives are changed. We thank you, Father. Revelations 3.8, you open doors no man can open. You close doors no man can close. Open the realm of the spirit to visit, invade this building. The doorway of heaven is open over this service and all things are possible. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could even ask or think. According to the power that works within us, we thank you with man it is impossible. But with God tonight, all Things are possible. We release the miraculous into this building in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we humble ourselves under your name. We humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God that you may lift up your purposes. You may lift up your plans. You may lift up your will in these last days and the lives of those that are here. Father, I pray tonight that the fire of God would start a bonfire on the inside of the heart of everyone here. That they will see the miraculous, see Jesus, see the real church. Not that which is a form of godliness that denies the power from such to turn away. But that which is the true authenticity of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. And we'll be careful again to give you praise and glory and honor that's due unto your name. We love you that you that began a good work in us will perfect it till the day of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, lift your hands and just worship him and thank You for his goodness, for his kindness. Man, I am stirred up, and Jesus is ready to meet you tonight, and I'm telling you, your best days are yet to come. How many of you love the Lord tonight? Huh? How many of you love the Lord tonight? <laughs> Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Wow, what a night we're going to have, and we're just thankful to pastors that it will make room for the presence of God they're not intimidated by the move of the Spirit or what religious people think, but they will make room for the glory and the presence of Almighty God in our midst tonight. I'm here to tell you tonight, God has done some great things, and He's going to continue to do great things, and uh, there's nothing, no failures or no, you know, losers in here. Every one of you have been sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. You're a champion, and you're just getting started. And I don't care where you've been through or what you, you know, if it wasn't for the mercy of God, right, we'd all be in trouble. But thank God the mercy of God is rich. God who is rich in mercy is here today to forgive, to release, to help, to serve, to bring you into all that he has for you. Amen? So don't look sad about it. Get ready for God to do a great work tonight. Amen? How many of you are hungry for God? Amen. Praise the Lord. I am one hungry white boy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm ready to go. Are you ready? All three of you. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, that's a little better. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Man, I'm, I'm pretty uh, excited. Anybody excited? Well, that's good. Praise the Lord. You ought to get a little excited. What you get excited about begins to take greater expression in your life. Been in prayer all day in the presence of God and just thrilled to be here tonight to serve and to lift up his name and bring to you for a few you know, short moments, some scriptures and some word that we can take you down a trail and we'll follow the Holy Ghost in the service. Amen. Is that okay? Amen. I'm going to do it whether you like it or not, but that's okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, we'll start tonight by I'll give to you a particular story. Years ago, I was invited into the Louisiana area, Alexandria, Louisiana. Pastor Mark and Trina Hankins had invited me to speak. And uh, they're doing a beautiful work. and Pastor Mark travels mostly around, uh, you know, the nation now. He f- has his own plane, and they have a beautiful church in Alexandria. Pastor Rob, you've been there. And, um, and you know, um, they're just good people. They just they just love you. They're, they're down to earth. I like being around people that are normal, you know? Thank you for your enthusiasm. But in any case, I went there. They invited me to speak. I did a Sunday morning, Sunday night, and then uh, Tuesday I was in... Uh, Natchitoches. We did some meetings there for Pastor Tim Brown. We did a midweek there. Came back and did a Wednesday service. And You know, Pastor Mark is a very relational person. You know, we we were, he likes to restore, you know, vehicles and and, uh, he's got a lot of He's a, got a good sense of humor, you know. He likes to laugh. He's got kind of a dry sense of humor. But in any case, we talked about many things. We, many of the churches that we've been to, you know, he's been in certain churches. I've been in Pastor Macklin Hammond's, and we've crossed paths like he was at the church there, and then I came later, or, you know, different churches. So we've finally connected, and we were at the Their service and had great meetings, just miraculous things happening, Jesus being lifted up and life's being touched and impacted for the glory of God. And so he told me a kind of a funny story and I I thought I'd start tonight by this story because it it kind of is a a springboard into where I want to go tonight or where I felt like the Holy Spirit was leading us. He began to tell a story about he was sitting in a room with a bunch of ministers, and Brother Copeland was at the table, and uh, there were several other ministers. You could mention their name, Jerry Savell, a few other men like that that are kind of our word of faith forerunners, you know, that run out in front of us through the years, and, and uh, they were talking in, in particular about airplanes and I know that, you know, some people get hung up over here. I, I, I don't really care whether you have an airplane or not, you know. I had a board member that had an airplane doesn't doesn't bother me and I know a lot of ministers need those to travel, you know, to get places quicker, they save time. And I really don't have a problem with it, you know. I said I don't have a problem with it. It's okay, you know. So nevertheless, just just like it's okay to have an airplane, but just don't talk so much about it. You know what I mean? You know, but in any case, so um, uh, nevertheless, he was telling me, he was sitting at a table with, uh, you know, several ministers, and I, as I told you, and they were talking about airplanes, and, you know, and Brother Copeland has given several airplanes away, and, and uh, you know, they were talking about just aviation itself, aviation, which is a interesting, very interesting subject. I, I would love to fly, you know. Uh, how many of you would love to fly? It'd be great, wouldn't it? About five of you say, "Yeah, but vertigo, you're worried. OK, forget it. But here's the deal. They were sitting there talking, and Brother Copeland, he was telling me, was discussing aviation and airplanes, and, and uh, you know, some airplanes go farther directions, They can go longer, some can go overseas. And they were talking about all these things. And, uh, and uh, Mark piped up and they were talking about something, and, he's, and he said this. He said, "Well, I couldn't afford one of the windshield wipers on one of those things." And he started laughing, and he thought he was being funny. You know, sometimes we joke about certain things, you know. He thought he was being funny. He said, and Brother Copeland turned around and looked at him right in his face and grabbed a steak knife and put it right in his face. And he said, and that's why you don't have one. Now, what was he saying? Your words are keeping you from something that God wants to give you. Did you get it? Hello? Now what brother what brother Copeland said to him by the Spirit, he said, God's been trying to get you a plane for a long time, but you don't have the right frame of mind nor the right vocabulary to get it. Are you there? No, you know, that could stand for anything. You'd be talking about a vehicle, you talk car, whatever, or just the presence of God in your life, to have the things that you need, that you're asking God for. And he had to put a steak knife in his face. That's pretty bold, isn't it? I'd say he's trying to get his attention. You know, you know I think God's trying to get our attention too in some areas. That if we would change our thinking and change our words we'd have a greater result and actually the blessings of the Lord would begin to flow into our life versus hinder him with a negative confession. Isn't that true, Pastor Rob? He pastors church and you know other pastors here. You know, you've got to teach your people how to think right and talk right. Thank you for your enthusiasm. And Brother Copeland said to him. He told me. He said, I, "God's the spoke by the Spirit." But you know what mean mean? by the unction of the Spirit. He said, "God's been trying to get you a plane for a while, but you hadn't been thinking right and you hadn't been talking right." Are you listening to me? Well, words are important. Are you listening to me? Now, if you go to the Scriptures, Revelation chapter twelve, verse eleven said of the disciples, that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word, everybody say word. Not just the word in itself, but the word of their testimony. In other words, that which they actually brought from their heart to their lips and began to declare their testimony is what delivered them and made them overcome, and they loved not their lives unto death. These men laid their lives down. Are you listening to me? So your words are very, very important. You know, you know, you've got seven openings on your face. I don't know if you ever thought about this. But you have two eyes, two nostrils. I say snoot, snooters, you know. And you have two ears, and you have one mouth. Now, four of those openings, if you want to know this as a fact, go down into your spirit. They are the doorways into your spirit, man. Amen. Well, you know, Jesus said, my son attend, Proverbs 4.20, my son attend to my words, incline thine ears unto my sayings. Jesus said later in Luke 9, he said, let these sayings sink deep into your spirit. Are you listening to me? Your ears, your ears are gateways. Faith cometh, Romans 10.17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the living God. So he said, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ears unto thy sayings. Let them not depart from thy mouth. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for thy words are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. So then your eyes and your ears... Our doorways are gateways for truth to enter in. And Paul said it like this regarding your spirit man. He said, You're God's garden. You're God's husbandry. For he said, I planted. Paul was a good farmer. Your pastors are good farmers. I planted. Planted what? The incorruptible seed apollos watered apollos according to acts 18 was a great teacher mighty in the scriptures you study it out he watered watered what the word and then he said god gives the increase how many know god wants to increase you psalms 115 verse 14 said and the lord shall increase you more and more you and your family god's about increase and multiplication but the process of faith is, comes through a word, or the word, amen, Hebrews 4 and verse 12 says, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide asunder the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. 2 Timothy two fifteen says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. It is called the word of truth. John 17, 17, Jesus said, verse 16, Sanctify, set them apart in thy truth. Verse 17, for thy truth. And John 8:32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So the word of God is very important. And Paul said, You have to plant that in the inside of you. Amen. Psalmist the psalmist said the word have I hid in my heart Psalms 119 verse 11 he said the word the word have I hid inside my heart that I wouldn't sin against thee verse 9 how can a young man keep his way pure by keeping according to thy word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word became fleshed and dwelt among among us and he came into his own the Jewish nation and uh, his own received him not but for as many as received him he gave them the power to become sons of God even those that believe upon his name and God again wants that seed planted on the inside of you because we're like tea bags you know that when you get in hot water what's in you comes out come on John chapter 7 verse 37 on that last great Jesus stood up and cried he had tears down his face not cried with volume like I am He said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For this he spake of the spirit that was not yet given, for Jesus was not yet glorified. Verse 37, 38 38 says, for out of your belly, out of your belly, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And I'm here to tell you, if you take time to put the word of God in your spirit when you don't need it, it will be there when you do need it. Plant that seed, study, get the word inside of you. So your eye gates and your ear gates are doorways into your spirit man. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing you pastors know this. You keep teaching subjects over and I'm, I am delivered from repetition. Come on, you, like you take meatloaf, you serve meatloaf. You take meatballs, you take meat. You have to serve it up different, but it's all the same. Isn't that right, Pastor Rob? Isn't that right? You keep teaching the same things. Get it on the inside of them at a different angle. You can climb a, climb a hill with different angles. you listening to me? So David said, the word, everybody say the word. I hid in my heart that I would not sin against God. So you have to get the word down deep in your spirit, through your eye gates, through your ear gates. Are you listening to me? Is how it enters in. I go to bed at night. I listen to different teachings and different, go- I listen to the gospel. I, I, when I lay at bed, I listen to people over and over teaching. I say, why you do that, Brother Christ? To keep hearing faith. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth Thou shalt meditate in there day and night to do all that is written therein. Then you'll make your way, what? Good and successful and find good success. It's from the Word. You've got to get in the Word. We're Word people. We're people that know what the Scripture says. We're not to be ignorant. Hello? Zechariah 4, 6. The angel of the Lord Remindes the rebel, it's not by might nor by power, but by his Spirit. And the Spirit of the Lord is a revelator. He will illuminate the Word and make it real to you. For what eye cannot see, what ear cannot hear, all that has entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared, for he is revealing these things to us by the Spirit. For the Spirit will search all things, even the deep things of God. And the Holy Spirit's job is to illuminate to make truth come alive on the inside. He is a revelator. And if you spend time with the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues and fellowshipping with him, he will take the truth that your natural mind cannot grasp without the aid of the Holy Spirit, and he will illuminate it and make truth come alive. He will make you find out who you are in Christ. The eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. You'll know the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glorious inheritance as becoming saints. And the Bible tells us to put on the new man being renewed unto knowledge after the image of him that created him. So the only way that you come to find out who you are in Christ and what he's done through his death, burial, and resurrection is through getting in the word and asking the Holy Spirit to illuminate and get it in your heart. Come on now. So out of the seven openings on your head, two eyes, two ears, and the breath to breathe in, that's the spirit. You breathe in life and you breathe out. You're meant to breathe out life. His words, John 6:63. 6, Jesus said this. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Everybody say life. So, when you breathe out, you're breathing the life of God, like I am right now. I'm speaking life into you. I'm speaking faith into your heart. I'm planting seed, watering seed. Let me tell you something you have one mouth. And that mouth can either get you in trouble or it'll release the blessing like a gun, it's a chamber. When you pull the trigger in every situation, either faith comes out of you or unbelief. Are you listening to me? In fact, the Bible tells us in James that with our mouth, it says, out of our mouth comes both blessings, pure water, and curses. With it, we bless our fellow man, and with it, we curse our fellow man. From a fountain, does there come both bitter and sweet water? No, it does, but it shouldn't. Are you listening to me? See, because Jesus said, out of your belly, the throne of your spirit shall flow rivers of living water. See, if you spend time in the word and spend time in the spirit, God will quicken truth to you and bring it up on the inside of you. And you'll speak life into every situation. We do this all the time in ministry. You walk into a situation where there's death working and trouble and problems. And in minutes you speak life and you change the atmosphere and you turn a situation of hopelessness around through faith. Brother Chris, how does faith come? I told you it comes by hearing. And hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you something tonight. The whole universe hinges on words. Let me say it again to you. The whole universe hinges on words. Your words will release God to move on your behalf or your words will give license to the devil to dominate you. Thank you for your enthusiasm. But I know it's hard to talk when you're eating. Your words are powerful. Your words are a gift from heaven. Are you listening to me? They have what's called the Miranda Act. You know what the Miranda Act is? If you get pulled over or they try to take you in or some kind of allegation against you, they tell you this, they read you the Miranda Act. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. What you say may be used against you in the court of law. The universe is a court of law. Demon spirits... Hinge on your words. Angels hinge on your words. God is waiting to watch over your word to perform. He hastens over his word to perform. But we are Christ in the earth. We ought to talk like him, speak like him, act like him, live like him, declare like him. Jesus said, the works I do you shall do also, but greater works because I go to the Father. Is this helping you tonight? You have the creative power to speak life, to change your circumstances and change your world by the spoken word of the living God. Hallelujah. Psalms 103 in verse 5 says, he fills our mouth with good things. Psalms 107 says, are you listening? He says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. One translation says it like this. Has the Lord redeemed you? Question mark. Speak it out. Speak it out. Now, you know, I was raised in an Italian home and around some funny characters, you know, in New York. You know, like we we came, our form of, you know, Italian heritage was more, Northern Italian. But you get out some of the South Italian, the Sicilians and some of those guys. I've been, I been—I grew up with those guys, some hilarious guys, you know. And I grew up in New York, you know. So like, guys would talk, hey, how you doing? You know, like, you know, Rocky Balboa, you know. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? You know, they talk like that. Some of these guys named Guido. Are you there? Frankie. Hey, Frankie, how you doing? You ever seen... Yo, Adrian, you know. You know, Johnny, hey, Joey, Johnny, Ricky. Well, you always said, you couldn't say Rick, you had to say Ricky. They call. hey, Chrissy. I never liked it, it was too feminine. Don't call me Chrissy, call me Chris. But you know, it's funny, you know, I was the youngest of uh, four, you know. So you grow up around a lot of things, playing sports in the backyard, situations, comedy. You know, it's comedy central, some of it, you know? And, you know, there are a lot of times, like, you know, you, I heard this. If I heard it once, I heard it, you know, a hundred times. I hear them say, hey, you watch your mouth. Hey, watch your mouth. How many of you ever heard that growing up? Anybody? All two of you. Anybody heard that? Did your parents ever tell you? Hey, watch your mouth. You know, if you needed to obey, you had a paddle, you know, that just hits you into Jupiter. Are you listening to me? So you'd hear all the time, hey, you watch your mouth. Hey, watch that mouth. Hey, you kiss your mother with that mouth. What's wrong with you? What are you, stupid? Hey, goofy, get over here. It's kind of like the Eddie Haskell thing, you remember? How are you, Mrs. Cleaver, and go upstairs and say, hey, stupid, hey, squirt, what's wrong with you, you know? But, you know, when you really think about that, we you know, they, you heard it all the time. Watch your mouth. You know what? That's true for us today. You better watch your mouth. You know, somebody, I'll wash your mouth out with soap. I never had that happen. Have you? Yeah, have you really? Wow. It doesn't sound like a pleasurable experience, does it, Pastor Rob? Dial soap in your mouth? Do you do dove? What is it, dove or dial? Which one is it? They sound both disgusting. But I guess, the, I guess the point is kind of, you know, it takes, kind of just got, got the job, job done, I suppose. If you got your mouth washed out with soap, doesn't taste too good. I guess you, maybe you learned a lesson. Maybe we should do that. Maybe you should pastor have a, a mouth washing service instead of foot washing, you know? Just hand out soap and just, hey, what, what's your confession? No, well, pastor, things don't work out. Ah, let me hear some soap. It might work. I say, I think we need to come up with a new doctrine for the church. You know, the Hebrews 6, you know, the doctrines of the church. One of them will, put, will slip in there, washing out with soap in the mouth for negaholics. You know, there's a lot of alcoholics. There's a lot of negaholics in the church. You know what a negaholic is? Oh, my Lord. You get around them, and, you know, you could be flying high in faith, and it would take you down to the ground, crash and burn. Oh, my Lord. How you doing? Well, you know, things aren't doing too good. Oh, really? Okay, well, what's going on? And then you try to pick them up, but it's like trying to pick up a 1,000-pound squat rack. Negaholics, speak negative, talk negative, negative about everything. You know, they, they say, you know, that you can take a glass of water, a negative person will see as half, you know, empty, and someone says it's half full. It's just how you look at it, you're slant. I'm a positive person, I see the best. I'm looking for good, man. We ought to see good in people. We ought to see the best of people. You ought to believe the best. You ought to Be positive. There's always something positive. You can come out of something. That's the only way that you have victory is by seeing positive from faith. And not only that, but now connect this trigger right here and pull the gun and release faith in the atmosphere and change the atmosphere. Well, you know, things don't ever work out for me. Well, I don't think I can do it. Well, what's the Bible say? You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Well, nobody likes me. I don't, I don't, things, always things happen. It's even hard for me to talk this way. Things never work out for me. I say Luke 52, I grow wisdom and stature and favor with God. Man, I'm shielded with favor, man. You've got to be kidding me. I have favor with airlines, favor with banks. Favor with, I have favor everywhere I go. You know what favor is like? You know, it's like when you go into a grocery store and you step out a black mat, and the doors fling open for you. You got it? If you start thinking different and start talking different, greater things will happen and you're just aligning yourself to what God says anyways. Well, you know, God has favorites and I'm not one of them. You yeah, know, the devil told you that, got you convinced and that's why you're at where you're at. No, you are his favorite. You're blessed. Woo! The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He leads you into green pastures. He leads you beside still waters. Yea, the Lord restores your soul, your brain, and leads you in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you'll fear no evil, for he's with you, Lord. His word and the Spirit comforts me, and he's preparing a table in the presence of my energy. Enemies, and my cup overflows, man. I got favor everywhere I go. I'm the head, not the tail, above, not beneath. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Wherever I go, I'm part of the kingdom of God, and I carry Jesus of Nazareth on the inside of me. And where I go, the blessings follow me. I'm blessed in the city. The Lord's increasing me more and more. I'm the healed of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say something. Get all that gray area negativity out of you. Blow it out. Get it out. But in order to do that, you've got to put something in you. Is this helping you tonight? Now, Matthew chapter 12, in verse 35, Jesus said, A good man, we've got a lot of good men in here, good women. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart. Brings forth that which is good. Hallelujah. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth that which is evil. Think about that. Treasure. Listen, I'll go back and say it. Jesus said this. A good man or good woman, ladies will include you. A good man or a good woman out of the treasure of her heart. Treasure. Everybody say treasure. Job 23 and verse 12. Job said, I have treasured the commandments of his lips greater than my necessary food. The word, I love the, I'm love. i a word man. I love the word of God. I love it with all my heart. I love him. Jesus is the word. I love his word. I have treasured the word of God. The commandments of his lips more than my necessary food. Are you listening to me? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in heaven as it is in earth. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth that which is evil. And Jesus said, every idle word that man shall speak He shall give an account there on the day of judgment for by your words you shall be justified and by your words you shall be condemned. Words. Are you listening to me? Deuteronomy 30 and verse 19. So this, I said, I, I've called heaven and earth to record this day that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses, choose life. Now, I told you earlier, John 6, 63 said, the words that I speak of, their spirit and life. So now God is set before all of us, every one of us here today, and always, life and death. Blessings and curses. Choose what? Life. In other words, we have choices. Are you listening to me? Now we know from Proverbs chapter 18, in verse 21 says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Now what's that mean? Does that mean your tongue is powerful? Not necessarily, it's what you put on it. It's a vehicle. It's like the chamber in the gun. It's a vehicle that God created for a life to come. Are you listening to me? If you study Genesis, and I'll get back to this, Genesis 1, if you read the first chapter, eight times in the beginning, God said, let there be, let there be. Let eight times from verse 1 to 31, God said, let there be. And it said, the Holy Spirit hovered over the earth, and when God spoke, it came into existence. And then if you study Ephesians 6.1, it says, be ye imitators of God. You know what one translation says? Be ye, be ye like God and mimic, like he does. You know what a mimicker is? You do what he does. So, if in Genesis, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing came into existence but by the Word, Jesus is the Word. So, Jesus spoke all the world into existence. You know that. Am I right? And the Bible says God hastens over his word to perform, so the word that is spoken, the Holy Spirit, is the activity center that backs the word and comes and brings things into existence. And we're told to be imitators of God, really to mimic God, to act like God. So how did he do it? We need to do it the same way. So a good man or woman out of the good treasure of their heart brings forth that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of their heart brings forth that which is evil. And Jesus said, for every idle word that man shall speak, they shall give an account there in the day of judgment. For by your words you shall be justified. I'll say it this way. Blessed, protected, overcome. Or by your words you shall be condemned. You'll be defeated. You'll be overtaken. You'll be a failure, whatever, by the words that you speak. Proverbs 18.21 says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat, listen to this, listen closely, you shall eat the fruit thereof. Now remember, the universe hinges on words. Your world hinges on the words you speak. The, wor- the world, or your world hinges on the system of beliefs that you have and what you believe from the word and your, what you've digested inside of you, what is your, your world view, what's on the inside of you from the word, your perspective from faith, and by what you confess. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. If you want to know where your life's heading, here's what I suggest. Get a tape recorder, put it on your hip, and listen for about four or five days and come back and listen to it. And I'll tell you where you're heading. You have to make a paradigm shift tonight. You have to change the way you think, change the way you talk, and start declaring and decreeing things. Are you listening to me? So life and death is in the power of the tongue. and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now, Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 2, if you go there. It says, life and death and the power of the Listen, a man or woman is snared by the words of their mouth. Remember when I told you growing up, hey, watch your mouth. Hey, you watch your mouth. Get the soap out. So then the Bible goes on to say life and death in the power of tongue. But then, that which you speak, you get snared. So now here's the blessing about this. You can be snared in truth. You can be snared in the blessing. You can be snared in the provision. You can be snared in the promise. Christ hath redeemed you from the curse of the law. Galatians three thirteen. For it is written, cursed is everything that hangs upon a tree. Let the blessings of Abraham come upon the Gentiles who believe. In Galatians 3.29, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. Woo! And you're an heir and a joint heir to the promise of Almighty God. And you're seated with Him in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers, rulers and dominions. You are delivered out of the dominion of darkness, transferred into the kingdom of His dear Son. And you have redemption, the forgiveness of your sins. You are his Picasso in Christ, his Michelangelo. You're his favorite kid. You're blessed. All of heaven is waiting to back up words that come out of your lips. Well, you're part of that blab it and grab it group. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and be a whatever. Blab it failure and go ahead and you live the way you want go ahead I know the power of the spoken word you want to be a negative and assault the scriptures and assault what Jesus said then go ahead and live in your darkness we don't wish that for you because we love you we want good for you amazing how people want to fight and argue with the truth they'll fight against truth and they'll agree with the devil Last time I checked, the Bible says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. So life and death are the power of this tongue. And you have a right to remain silent. For what you say might be used against you in the court of law. The universe is the court of law waiting. So you'll either be justified by the words that you speak, for heaven will come to your aid and begin to move on your behalf and change things, or you'll speak negative and the enemy will have a license to overcome you, take you over even though you've been bought in the blood, you're saved, you're filled with the Holy Ghost, and you qualify for every exceeding great and precious promise that he's given to you, but yet you will not partake of it because you fail in this area. Is this helping you tonight? So now it's uh, Proverbs twenty-three and verse sixteen says this. Listen closely. My reins shall rejoice. That sounds pretty positive, right? You know, you think about what's the, what's a reins. What does that mean? Like horses. You ever seen a horse? They've reins. When you're riding, I have a doctor friend. She has horses. They pull on a rein, they pull on left, and the horse goes, okay, we're going left. They pull right, the horse says, I'm going right. They don't know, they just know the pull. The reins speak of direction. The reins speak of a pathway. You do realize that God has prolific plans over your life. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven said, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, not plans for calamity, for evil, but for a future and a hope and an expected end. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not of yet. He say, well, I messed up. I don't give a fluty toot. The mercy of God is greater than that and he'll cause all things to work together for good because he loves you and you're called according to his purpose. So he'll take the good, the bad, and the other and the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning and great is his faithfulness. God will never write you off. Men and women will write you off, but God will never write you off. You're never alone in your sorrow. You're never alone from your mistakes. Jesus is in the sand with you. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Everybody say life and death is in the power of the tongue. So Proverbs 6.2 says a man or woman is snared by the words of their lips. Now, over in Proverbs 23.16, my reins, my reins, my direction shall rejoice. Listen to this. Now listen closely. Listen closely. When I teach my lips... So your lips can be taught. When you teach your lips to speak properly or right. So now we can train our lips to say things that are right. We can speak life out of this vessel. Are you listening to me? Are you listening? You can train yourself. Put the steak knife in your face. If you have to, look in the mirror and say, you stop talking like that. Come on now. It's good teaching tonight, right? From the Word, right? Psalm 17 and verse 4. Listen to this. I have been kept, everybody say kept, from the path of the destroyer, by the words of my lips now think about that now John 10 10 says the thief speaking of Satan himself and his evil courts that have fell from heaven fell from grace listen to me I have kept I'm kept from the path of the destroyer through the words of my lips are you there Words. Now, in Luke chapter 1, the first chapter of Luke, and I, I won't put it up and I'll paraphrase and help you for the sake of time because we've got things to do tonight later. To follow God. We find an encounter where we have Zacharias and Elizabeth. Do you remember them? The first chapter. And for the sake of time, I'll paraphrase, but I'll give you the gist of it. Zechariah is in the temple and he's at the right side of the, uh, with the burning of incense. And he's minding his own business. He's up in age. And an angel of the Lord appears to him in the temple. Isn't that nice when the angels come? Hallelujah. They're here tonight. If you didn't bring them, I did, so don't worry. Everybody has their guardian angel. But there's angels that bring body parts. Now, if you study it out, you'll find out it was Gabriel. Michael was a warring angel. Gabriel brought information. Are you listening to me? So Gabriel appears to him and says, I have been sent from the presence of God to answer your prayers and so that you would have a child. Now, the, the, the Scripture goes on to say that, you know, He was kind of afraid. Like one minister said, if an angel appears you, better have your huggy diapers on. It is a little startling. I've had them come, I've had, I've had encounters with angels, a little startling. And he told him, he said, Don't be afraid, for your prayers have been heard, and I'm going to bring to you and your wife, Elizabeth, a child. Are you listening? You know what his response is i mean you know this was not a really good response how can this be basically i'm an old man you know i could say some things you know nowadays they have provisions to help people but he's up in age are you listening to me there's no artificial insemination these things are not available at the time. And so he says, My wife is also up in age as well. How can this be? Now, what is that? Is that faith or is it an unbelief? Sounds like unbelief, doesn't it? You know what he said to him, the angel? He said, Because of your unbelief, and I'll paraphrase, your negativity. You will not be able to speak until this child is brought forth. And he mentions about John, his name shall be called John, You know God's gracious favor, God's grace on him. He will come in the spirit of Elijah. He will be a, you know, a pace setter to bring the return, and he'll be mighty in the earth. And he says all these great accolades about the plan of God. And he says, how, how, can, how can this be? He said, because of your unbelief because you don't believe my words that I've spoken to you, your mouth will be shut for nine months. So, well, that was pretty bad of the Lord. No! You know why? because if he was able to speak, he would have nullified John the Baptist coming to the earth through his unbelief in his words, and God was, had suffered to be so, to fulfill the scriptures. God had to bring that to pass. John had to be a forerunner to prepare you the way of the Lord. Walk, Make your path straight. A forerunner to the Messiah, and he had to do that, and John saw him. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, when he said, he said, Master, I have need to be baptized for you. He said, suffered it is so, to be fulfill the scriptures, and then the Spirit just. Sented like a dove on him. You remember the whole story. But let me tell you something. Because of his unbelief and God knew the power of words, he had to shut his mouth and made him dumb so he couldn't speak for nine months through the entire pregnancy because what if he was allowed to speak, he would have stopped it from happening. Are you there? I, I, I guess uh, he should have taken a lesson from Abraham. He forgot forgot what he learned in children's church. Father Abraham had many sons. Abraham was 99 and Sarah was 90. And they had a child. But there you go. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Now, do you see the power of words? God had to shut his mouth. Because his mouth would have stopped the plan of God. And he wasn't about to let that happen. Are you with me? You watch your mouth. Hey, you watch your mouth. Hey, Ricky, watch your mouth. You smart Alec, watch your mouth. Do you understand? So Proverbs 23 and verse 16 it says, my reigns shall rejoice. Good things. When I teach my lips to speak. Good things. Good things. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is called the sixth sense. What does that mean? Eyes, smell, touch, feel. Listen to me. Faith has nothing to do with your physical man. It has to do with a divine law that comes out of a region of heaven itself. It is the law that governs the kingdom of God. Isaiah says it. Isaiah 9, 6 says, speaking of Jesus, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Let me say it like this. The Constitution of heaven itself is on the shoulders of Jesus, the Word of God, and we are citizenships not of this world, but of another world, and we have a vocabulary from another world. They said of Jesus... Never a man spake as he spake, for he spake it not as the scribes and Pharisees, for he spake as one having authority. His words. He cast out devils with his words. Are you listening to me? The Bible teaches us to mimic God, to be imitators of God. So your reigns and life will change, the direction will change in your life when you teach your lips to speak good things for life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. How is faith released? Let's talk about that for a minute. Let me back up. I'm going to share one scripture here and then we'll go there. Hebrews chapter 11, verse one says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith is substance. It is the evidence of things not yet seen. So you believe it. You have to believe it before you see it. Are you listening to me? And then you get on to verse six. He says, without faith, without the word, without faith, it's impossible. Now you stop there, impossible. No faith, impossible. With faith, possible. You take the word impossible, take slash I am, say I am possible. You got it? So without faith, it's impossible to please him. For they that come to God must believe that they're living under the constitution and under the realm. Vocabulary of faith. The constitution, that which governs the whole kingdom of God is governed by faith. Well, they that come to God must believe that he is, and he's a, listen, he is a
1: rewarder.
0: There are rewards to faith. See, what's the, what's the reward? What you've been confessing. What you believe him from your heart. What you're declaring. And then let's go up from verse 6 up to verse 3 because this is very prolific. It says, we understand by faith that the worlds were framed. Everybody say framed by the spoken word of God. Now the common Jewish translation says this. We understand that the worlds were brought into existence and framed by the spoken word. Now what, let me ask you a question, what are you framing? What world, you know what a frame is? You've got pictures all over your walls. What are you framing? Where is your life going? You can frame small, you can frame big, you can frame death, you can frame sickness and disease, you can frame failure, you can frame loser mentality, or you can frame God and blow that frame and enlarge the stakes of your tent. It's time to enlarge the stakes of your tent. How do you do that? Through believing and saying, are you listening to me? So we understand by faith, the worlds were framed. You, if you're a mimicking God or you are being an imitator of God, you have the capacity and the gift to begin to frame your world. Extend it. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Are you listening? I sense the power of God in this building. It's coming in here. Trying to take a complex subject and bring it down into small bites so we can grab something here. What world have you been framing? If you don't like the picture on the wall, take it down, smash it, and put up another one. Hello? Tape recorder? Watch your mouth. Hey. Hey, Ricky, hey, Guido, watch your mouth. What are you, stupid? What's wrong with you? I'm not calling you stupid. Please don't get offended. How do we release this thing? How do you begin to frame a new reality? The first thing you got to do is renew your mind because Romans chapter 12, verse. One says, I beseech you therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service." Verse 2, and be not conformed, conformity to this world. Every Listen, every day you are being bombarded with a narrative that is counter faith, counter truth, woke. Might as well take the W off and put a J, joke mentality. We've got gender issues. If you don't know the gender, go look in the mirror. you know who you are. Come on, it's like stupidity to the max. Are you listening to me? God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Or or, or Stella and Louise. Come on, it goes against the the natural laws of what God created. But remember, Satan does everything anti-order. He's anti-Christ, anti-order. God is a God of order. Are you listening to me? The Bible says, let everything bun decently in order. Antichrist is anti-order. Take that which is order with God and pervert it, twist it, and distort it so that men will begin to embrace anti-order, which is the order of Satan. Are you listening to me? The Bible says, the steps of a good man are order of the Lord. Paul said to Titus in Titus 1, he said, I left you at Crete to set in order the things that are lacking, to appoint elders. God's a God of order. Are you listening to me? God spoke to Hezekiah in uh, Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 21. He said, set your house in order, for you shall surely die. Obviously, something was out of order with God. Do you know when your body's sick, something's out of order with health, with God? If you go to an ATM machine, it says out of order, it doesn't work. You go to a Coke machine or whatever the other machines, refreshment, bottled water, whatever it is, if it doesn't work, it's out of order. And when something's out of order with God, it does not work the way it was created. Satan is the biggest rebel out of order there will ever be. So it's time to put things back in order. He said to Hezekiah, he said, set your house in order, for you shall surely die something something must i don't know all the detail you know numbers 20 uh, what is it uh, deuteronomy 29 29 the secret thing belongs to the lord but that's just revealed for our benefit but if something's out of order listen to me it doesn't work you know i have several chiropractor chiropractor friends they said well, where people come in where they've got pain in the back and the spine Their pain is connected and associated directly to something that's out of order in the back. You go get an adjustment and put it in order and the pain leaves. Did you know that pain is an indicator that something's out of order? Now there's some pain that you're just being assaulted by the kingdom of darkness and you're just going to have to endure hardness as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to have to remain faithful to God you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. You're going to have to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord because you're under attack. But let me tell you something. There are some cases in our life where the pain that is associated to our life is about, something is out of order. When you make the adjustment and get an order with God, the pain will leave, and it will begin to work. Come on, I'm preaching better than you're amening me. See, what did Hezekiah do? He set his face to the wall, which is a sign of repentance. You know, repentance is nothing bad. It's a beautiful thing. You'll be repentant until you go to heaven. It just means change the way you think. Make an adjustment. Come on now. Order is the first law of heaven. Come on. When something's out of order, you gotta, God will show you. The spirit of truth will begin to tell you to make an adjustment. And tonight is a very prolific night. Listen to me in your life. It will change your entire future if you will get this message, what we're saying. Get your mouth in order. Hey, watch your mouth, Ricky. Hey, Guido, you watch your mouth. We've been called to watch our lips. In fact, the psalmist said, set a watch over my lips. Heaven is hinging on your lips. Your future is hinging on your words. Is this helping you tonight? So if we're to mimic God, if we're to be imitators of God, how does this thing work? Well, you'd have to go right away. You'd have to go to, uh, because remember the treasure of your heart. So get your heart full of faith. Listen to me. So Job twenty-two twenty-eight 28 says this. Thou shall decree a thing. That means confess. A thing. Thou shalt confess. Thou shalt confess a thing, and it shall be established unto you. I remember Pastor Rob's here, you know. He's a beautiful man of God, loves the things of God. You know, uh, I, was, I worked down in Shreveport, Louisiana, for beautiful Pastor Sam and Becky Carr, and he was just a young, how old were you, Pastor Rob? 15, 16 years old, and in my youth group. We would go pray for his family. I took him in a prayer class. He followed me everywhere I went. He followed me. He helped me, served. Everybody left. He's still there. Everybody's gone. He's still there. Today, he pastors a large church because of his faithfulness. But let me tell you something. We prayed long hours, confessing for his family and for his. And we watched the power of the spoken word change his family remember all right his brothers in the ministry sisters serving god they were in the ministry at one point it's, it's, i'm telling you we confess things for years in a room in a back room confessing walking i watched the power of god hit him smack him i remember one day we were walking and the spirit of god said i'm gonna i'm to touch him right now i was like okay we're just walking all of a sudden here boom hits the wall he's a man after god's own heart he's doing a fabulous work beautiful family That is a result, I believe, of his own faith and his own confession and his own declarations. But he is today a man that is a man after God's own heart because of words that were spoken many years ago that have come to pass today. And he's still confessing things. The book of Acts will come to your church in a mighty force. Mark it down. You see the power of the spoken word? You know, years ago, I remember this. Where I was talking to some gentleman, and we were talking. He was talking about some bloody nose he had. I got this bloody nose. I was like, oh, yeah, and here's what I said. And I, I said, yeah, I remember when I was a young kid, I used to get bloody noses. I ain't had a bloody nose in probably 15, 20, 30 years, whatever it was. And that day, I had a bloody nose. It shows you the power of the word your words. You give license to things to happen. Are you listening? So Job twenty-two, twenty-eight 28 says, Thou shall declare or decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. The Bible tells us that we are to call those things that be not now in the present as though they were. Are you listening to me? 2 Corinthians 4 13, Paul said, We have the same spirit of faith that we believe, therefore we have spoken. Psalms 116, verse 10. David said, I believe, I believe. It's one thing to believe. But therefore I have spoken. It's one thing to believe. It's another thing to confess and speak. Because faith is not released without words. And when you speak, you begin to frame a new world, a new destiny, a new ability of God to move on your behalf and change things. We call those things that be not. I ain't got the finances, but it be not as though it is. Woo, my God shall supply all of my needs. I'm a tither, I give above the tithe. I'm a liberal giver. I give and is given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Woo! Men are poured in my bosom, hallelujah. Glory, the wealth of the wicked, laid up for the just. Woo, man. Woo! It leads me into green pasture. You know why it's green? Because it's money. Increase. Blessing. It also can be green to be fed by the word. You understand? But you can bring a dual application there. Be like beside Stillwaters. He's restoring your soul. He's enlarging the stakes of your tent. He's getting you to think bigger. Think listen to me, think like God, think like God, speak like God, talk like God, act like God, do the works of God. Be just like Jesus. Through the words of your lips, you're kept from the path of the destroyer, life and death, and the power of the tongue. You're snared by the words of your lips. Your reign shall rejoice when you teach your lips to speak the right things. And now you shall decree a thing. Now it's your turn to decree and start standing up and saying, I will see this come to pass. And wow, you can't have that. Why can't I have that? The word says I can have that. That's what God promised me. It's what the promise is. So now I believe it, and I'm going to, boom, speak it. Pull the trigger on that rifle, please. Pull the trigger on that shotgun, please. Get it out of the barrels. Get it into the airwave. Give the Holy Spirit something to work with. Frame your world with the spoken word. Hallelujah. So you shall decree a thing it shall be established. Romans 4, 17 says, we're to call those things that be not, yet my body's the healed of the Lord. Well, you ain't healed, you got symptoms. No, 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 the Bible says he sent his word and healed me. And he delivered me from all destruction. Surely he himself bore my infirmities on the cross. I'm dead to sin, alive and to righteous. With his stripes, I'm the healed of the Lord. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace fell upon him with his stripes. I'm the healed of the Lord. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Man, if he done it back yonder, he'll do it today. Oh, he's not a respecter of persons. Romans 2, 11. Glory be to God. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. He's restoring health to me. He's healing me of all my wounds. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I shall be saved. Blessed be to God. Hallelujah. He wishes above all things you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Proverbs 4 20, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of eye for their life to those that find them. And
1: health
0: to all their flesh radiant health to my flesh my body's lining up to the scriptures and because I'm confessing it the Holy Ghost is working on my body right now in the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead if he dwells in me he's quickening making alive my mortal body are you listening to me Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in the synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every manner of sickness and disease among them Life in your words, confess the word. He is no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he'll do for all. Yeah. So now Romans four seventeen says to call those things of being out as though they were. You have the same spirit of faith that believes, therefore it speaks. David said in Psalms one sixteen, verse ten, I believe, therefore I have spoken. So start framing your world differently. Listen to me, I'm challenging you. Start framing your world different. Say, well, how do I frame it? Go to the Word. If the Word says it, it's for you. It's for me. Zechariah. Because he wouldn't think right, talk right, got it to shut his mouth with duct tape for nine months. Because his blabber mouth would have ruined John the Baptist, the forerunner, the Messiah coming. He would have hindered it from happening. And let me tell you something, all of us have done it. We have spoken wrongly and we have hindered God from bringing to pass what he's wanted in our life. We've got to change. Hallelujah. Has this helped you tonight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, the Spirit of God's beginning to drop in here. The psalmist said, Make my tongue as a pen of a ready writer. Isaiah says, You open your mouth wide, he will fill it. He's t- given unto us the tongue of the learned that we would speak words and season to them that are weary. Well, Let's shift with this last thing and we'll shift and we'll just let God do what he wants to do tonight because I know he wants to do things. You remember Jesus in Mark chapter 11. Remember he went into Jerusalem and he came and the time of figs was at hand and he was hungry and wanted a fig. He came to a tree, a fig tree, and found nothing on it. And when he passed by it, he cursed it at the root. He said, from henceforth, let no fruit come from this tree. And then they left the city, and then the Bible says, on this, now he spoke. Cursed it. Power in the word. The Bible says, on the morrow, he came back. And the disciples said, Master, how soon? 24-hour period, man. He He done whooped up on a tree in 24 hours. Knocked its lights out. He said, the disciples said, Master, how soon the fig tree withers? Let me paraphrase. How in the world did you do that? Hey, teach us. How how did you pull that off? What do you you got, Roundup in your mouth? Flamethrower? You killed that thing in 24? You killed that tree in 24 hours. How did you do that? Jesus gives us a powerful key right here. He said, have faith in God. Now, the literal translation there is, have the faith of God. Let me tell you something. Your faith doesn't work. Forget about it. Get his word. That works. Do you understand what I mean? He said, look, look, have the faith of God. Have my word. Have me. I'm here. I'm right here. It was the word speaking. I just the word spoke to a tree and withered that thing up and knocked it out at the roots in one in 24 hours. He said, How, "How'd you do that?" They said, "How in the world did you do?" He said, "Have faith in God, or have the faith of God." Now listen to what Jesus said. Now listen closely. Whosoever does that include you? If the whosoever of John three sixteen says, whosoever shall believe upon him shall not perish whatever in life is the same whosoever right here, then that means you and I are qualified for it. He said, now whosoever, Philip, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, you've got to speak to the mountain. Yeah, the Lord told me, he said, so many people come to me about their mountain instead of going to me, going to their mountain with me. You go speak to that mountain. Your mountain, your mountain is waiting to hear your words. Listen to me, your problem, your mountain may come in the form of whatever it is. Financial disaster could come in anything. That is a mountain. What is in your pathway that's trying to stop you that is a mountain to you that's so big? Your mountain is waiting for your words. Jesus said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. You want it removed, tell it to go. Be thou cast into the sea. I'm going to go back. You didn't get it. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Listen to this. And shall not doubt in his heart. Well, I wonder if that worked. That's doubt and unbelief. I don't think it works. Okay, And it won't. Shout out doubt in his heart, but believes the things that he saith. That believe you got to believe in your own words. Believes the things that he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. You got to believe in your own words. Some of you young kids, you got to believe for a scholarship. Money's coming. I'm going to college. Man, my, my, my money's going to be paid, my, I'm going to scholarship, money's going to come in, all my bills are going to be supplied, I'm going to school, I'm going to get a degree, I'm going to follow God's plan, whatever, God's leading you. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, that which is an immovable object in the natural that can be moved by faith, be thou removed. Some of you got to start saying, get out of my way, Be removed. You know, the sword is like a scalpel anyways, it'll cut it right out. Like a surgeon, it'll remove something. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. shall not doubt in his heart, but believes the things that he saith, believes the things that he saith, believes the things that he saith, shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he. Now stop for a minute. He says, believe once so people don't have a problem with the believing part. He says, say three times in that scripture. So then you're going to have to do three times as much saying as believing. Because faith is not released in believing. Faith is released like a caliber and a gun or like a chamber through confession. Boom! 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 I'm the healed of the Lord. Boom! Release it. So you have to say, you have to do three times as much saying as believing. You got it? And then don't doubt. Well, it doesn't look like it's happened. Does not matter. David said, I'm fixed. My heart is fixed. Fixed heart. The devil try to bump you off what you believe. Come to steal the word. In fact, as soon as you start believing for something, he'll ramp up the heat even more. Isn't that right? Soon as you just start believing for a house, the washing machine will blow up, the, the cat'll get pregnant, and and uh, you know the dog will blow up, okay, too much elbow, or some problem will happen, or someone next door will mouth off and pull their car in your garage, you know, some some crazy stuff. He'll stir stuff up to get you to to confess wrong. That's why the Bible says, let us hold fast. Our confession of faith without wavering, for he that is promised is. Ah. The devil wants to get you to talk against what you're believing for. It's going to challenge you. If you got to write it on a big blackboard in your house and put Believe in them, get a hit list and start confessing the scriptures over your life. Till you get it down deep in your heart. Then you confess these things. Be it done unto you according to thy word. Are you listening to me? Numbers 24. What's the things you desire? It has to do with the desire for change. When you pray, believe you can. Believe you received it and you'll have it. So that's what faith does. You believe you receive something before it happens. But I heard it like this, and I think this is a good way. I'd say it like this. You can either confess it, you can pray it, or say it. It works both ways. Pray it or say it. Amen. I just confess the word. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against me can prosper for my righteousness is of him. You know, that weapon sometimes can ramp up and look pretty serious in your face. But in the end, it won't prosper because your righteousness is of him. And every tongue that rises against you shall be condemned, for this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. Psalms 41, verse 16, because he favors me, my enemies fail to take me down. Now, yeah, you better believe it. 41, Isaiah 41.10, fear thou not, for I'm with you, neither be dismayed or discouraged, for I'm your God. I'll strengthen you, I'll help you, and uphold you through the right hand of your righteous. Verse 11, those that strive with you, those that cause trouble with you, will literally come to nothing. Exodus 14.14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. Stay calm, cool, and collected. It's going to be all right. Yeah, God's working right now. I've been confessing the scriptures over my life. It's going to turn It's going to backfire on the devil. When the rulers and tempters rise against you, do not abandon your position of faith, for your composure will make for a great offense. My steps are over to the Lord. I'm in the perfect will. I bind the perfect will of God to my life. I'm in the right place at the right time. Supernatural increase is coming all the time from the north, south, east, to west. Angels of God are bringing finances to me. Increase is coming. That's the word. Some of your angels have been unemployed, sitting around on a playground waiting for you to put them to work. Put them to work. I confess the gifts of the Spirit in manifestation. I confess the power of God. I confess the miraculous. I confess a new season, a new time increase in blessings and doors that are opening for the sake of the gospel. And all kinds of good things are happening. Well, it don't look like it. Brother Chris, all our president does is sit around eating the ice cream. It don't matter. Jesus is still on the throne. I mean, it does matter, you know, but Jesus is still on the throne, huh? And we're supposed to pray for those that in authority to lead a quiet, and peaceable life and all godliness, because when you pray for them, it's easier to spread the gospel. And don't you think for a minute what's going on in Ukraine isn't of hell itself, no different than 1939, September 1st, Poland, the invasion of Hitler into into Poland. that evil will not prevail. I always say, blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm in the holy mountain in 2024. Blow the trumpet in Zion. My name is Chris D'Amico. I approve this message. Change is coming. The devil will not prevail. You're the salt of the earth. It's time to get in and confess the scriptures. The church, begin to confess this nation belongs to God. The American Constitution is the only Constitution that's never been changed because it was written by fourteen founding fathers that were preachers, were ministers. They wrote the Constitution while, while they were sitting in church listening to preachers preach. You tell me, preachers don't have a role in ministers? He makes his ministers the flame of fire. They're like senators. They're like they're like governors. Should be governing the kingdom of God, but it help the earth. Are you there? Saul didn't do anything unless he heard from Samuel. The men of God were to hear from the prophets of God before they did things. Saul disobeyed God, didn't listen to Samuel. He got removed. Then God found this man, David, a man after my heart, to do all that I ask him to do. God's got a way of removing something and putting something back in place. Don't count it out. But when the church prays, things will happen. Come on now. Hallelujah. Has this helped you tonight? I done, t- done preach myself happy. Words. You watch your mouth. The universe hinges on words. The Miranda Act. You have the right to remain silent. Be careful what you say. What you say may be used against you in the court of the universe by the powers of darkness. Not give the enemy the upper hand. You have the upper hand. Do not give away your authority. Are you there? Hallelujah. Has this helped you? All right, lift your hands to heaven. There's more we can say. But the Bible says, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea shall not doubt in his heart, but believe the things that he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he says. Change your words, you change your universe. You change, you begin to frame your world differently. God before you, who could be against you? Faith has a voice. We master through the master who is in us. We are the light of the world. A city set in a hill can't be hid. We're to let our light shine before us, before men, that they see our good works, they see the voice of God, they see obedience to God, and glorify God who's in heaven. Set your house in order, divine order on your lips, divine order in your heart. Begin to confess and put things in order with the words that you speak. Paul said to forget those things which are behind, we press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. David said, I've been young and I've been old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Lo, he's with you always, even to the uttermost ends of the world. Greater is he tonight that's in you than he that's in the world. And the Son of Man appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. Greater is he tonight that's in you and the voice of faith on your lips than he that's in the world. The steps of a good man are ordered to the Lord. The Bible says for as many as are led by the Spirit, these are the sons and daughters of God. We thank you, Father, that our Spirit is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. We thank you for the miraculous moving in our midst that we will, as a church, arise and shine. Let our light, the glory of God, be revealed in these last days. Praise you, Father. We're not a church that has a form of godliness, denies the power. We're a church that has the four men, the power, working together. I thank you that you're moving tonight powerfully in this service. We're forgetting those things that are behind now hear that strong in my spirit, forgetting those things which are behind. We're depressed to towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. God's calling you up higher. He has bigger things for you. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. Well, you have to bind the enemy's activity with your words. Here comes the power of God. let begin to move in here now. Watch, it hits this place. You watch what hits this place. Watch, here it comes. Some of you I hear in my spirit, you've been believing God for things and there's been delays. Proverbs thirteen twelve says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but don't let the delay of the enemy because Paul said, I'd often come to you, but Satan hindered us. He said, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord rewarded him according to his deed. And some people sometimes get in and they hinder things. But it shall come to pass in the latter days that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. They'll speak by divine utterance. There it is again. Your young men shall see visions, divinely granted appearances by heaven your old men dream dreams and upon my handmaidens and servants in that day I'll pour out of my spirit. Some of us need to get get out of God's way. Align your heart with him. Align your thoughts with him. Align your tongue with him. some of you, I'm going to speak this out you're you're involved with a wrong relationship it's time to let that thing go let it go right desire, wrong connection you let go of a wrong relationship being entangled with someone that you'd have no business being involved with dating, get rid of it get out, move out, be obedient to God and peace will come That's why the Bible says God hates those that sow discord. They speak wrong, they speak against people because now they're becoming a vessel unto Satan to use their words to actually bring false allegations and speak ill of people. Love speaks faith-filled words, encouraging words, building people up. Some of you have been worrying and you're talking all your worries. Start talking faith. Begin to speak to your body. Begin to speak to your situation. Begin to speak about things. Speak life over your children. Speak life over your future. Speak life over your job. Speak those changes. Some of you are believing God to be married, God has a spouse for you yet. You have to wait on him. (sighs) Let's just lift our hands and worship him. Come on, lift your hands and worship him. The anointing's here. It's, It's strong. It's strong. It's here. Let's just see what he has, what he wants to do now. Some of you have been tormented by demon powers. Well, you go to bed at night and you can't sleep. You're up all night. There's some of you here today, you've been dealing with depression tonight. Depression, oppression. Acts 10, 38, it said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed or depressed by the enemy. Isaiah 10.27 says, The yoke shall be destroyed, the control factor, because of the anointing. Luke 4.14, Jesus returned into Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And they went a fame throughout all the regions about, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, which was his custom. And he opened the book of Isaiah 61, said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the broken hearted. If you're here tonight, you've been broken, hurt, wounds, broken. He wants to heal you tonight. He sent me to heal the broken hearted and bind up their wounds. He sent his word and healed you. Wait on the Lord. Anointing is precious. You watch what hits this place. Last night, youth was strong. Last night, you watch what hits this place tonight too. This is for somebody. Somebody here, you're facing a move. There's a change coming for you, and you're wondering, is this God or is it not? And the Lord said, I, I want you to be still and know that I'm God. Cease from striving and wait on me. Trust also in me, and I'll bring it to pass. I say, wait on the Lord. Wait. Psalms 42, verse 16, he leads us in paths we haven't known yet. Make the dark places light, the crooked paths straight, and these things he will do and not forsake you. Be patient. Do not let the arm of the flesh push you out too soon, but wait on the Lord. Trust also in him. Be patient. Move slow. Those who believe make not haste. They don't get into a rush. Wait on the Lord. Trust also in Him. Let the Spirit guide you and then you'll come into the, what He's been speaking to you. Then you take that step when the Spirit leads you. Hallelujah. Let's wait on the Lord. Bible says He'll come to us as the rain, the early and the latter rain. His presence is here mightily. It's supposed to wait. If you're dealing with depression, stand up quick. Suicidal thoughts, depression, not sleeping at night. Quickly, obey God. Stand up. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Thank you, honey. Proud of you. Quickly, obey God. Not sleeping at night. Depressed. Quickly, stand up. All over the building. Quickly. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Not sleeping at night. Fear, anxiety. Depression. Quickly, thank you, honey. Quickly, obey God. Just, just, just thank you, sir. Thank you. Love you. Proud of you. Want to help you tonight. Anointings here to break. Thank you, honey. Thank you. God sees that. Quickly, depression. Not sleeping at night. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Believing for things that haven't come to pass yet. You've been discouraged. Discouragement. Quickly, stand to your feet. Come on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, honey. I just want to obey God. That's all I want to do tonight. I don't care about anything else but obeying God. Thank you in the back. We Love you. He loves you so much. Quickly. Thank you. Here's another thing I see arguing in the home. Strife. Quickly, stand up. God doesn't want any more strife in the home. Quickly, stand up. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Quickly, stand up. Here's another thing. Sometimes people go through things and they mask their pain with alcohol or other forms of medication, whatever. Quickly, any type of addiction, stand up. I know it's a general call, but quickly, stand up. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Quickly. Alcohol. Anything... A form of medicating your problem quickly. Stand to your feet. God wants to set people free tonight. Quickly, stand to feet. Anointing strong tonight. You don't need to leave here. Dif- you don't need to leave. Leave here the same, different. Quickly, stand to your feet. Drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes. I see that in the spirit. Quickly, I want to get set free from that. I know it's a general, and there'll be different people that come for different things, but God knows what that issue is. So quickly. Any type of addiction, addictive behavior. I see some. I see people like late at night. I see you up all night. You didn't. You go to sleep, but you're up all night. Quickly, stand to your feet. Come on, obey God. Quickly, not sleeping at night. Thank you, honey. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Quickly, obey God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There's another thing I see, that, like a temptation to quit, like I've had enough. I, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, life is too much for me. Quickly, stand to your feet. Quickly, stand your feet. This is called despair. You're tired, you're weary. The Bible says, even the youths are weary and only fall, but they that wait upon the Lord to renew their strength. So there will become a renewal. God will refresh you, break it all off you. You'll leave here refreshed, downloaded of God, even though you're being downloaded upon now by the glory of God, Quickly. All right, those that are standing, come. Come down to the front. We're going to pray for you. And, and then there's other things that God wants to heal bodies. Miracles. Quickly come to the altar. Ushers, you're going to have to help me. Stay frosty. Just come, line up in front. And uh, the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So just come, line them up. Just use. Where's the ushers? Ushers, help me. Come on. Get them in line. Help up. Just like the military. Get them in line. Extend the line around. If you want to bring just. We can bring some on the stage if you want. I don't mind, there's room up here too. Quickly, bring some up on the stage. Line them up on the stage if you want, if there's room. Lift your hands up, we thank God. Uh, Sciatic nerves, uh, lower back pain, respiratory problems. um, uh, in, In the throat area, what do they call that? Those glands in the throats. Thyroids, thyroid problems, quickly come. Thyroid problems. If that's you, quickly come. Thyroid problems. Lower back pain. Uh, someone here, you've had uh, uh, stomach issues that you cannot hold down food. In fact, as soon as the food goes down, your stomach just like is so irritated, so inflamed. And God wants to heal that tonight. Um, there's, there's, I'm going to call this out and it might sound different but I'm going to obey God someone here you've been, you've been corrected someone's been telling you over and over about making some changes but you keep rebelling against that correction and if you rebel and you become stiff necked you'll be broken hard the scripture says just obey God cooperate with him don't rebel against correction amen go with the flow obey let's lift our hands and thank him now If you're here tonight and you've been wanting to be pregnant, like get pregnant, and obviously you're married, and you have been unable to bear children, and you want to have a child, where is that? Who is that? Wanting to have a child? I don't know whether I'm just going to call that out. If that's you, come forward. Hallelujah. You ushers, just stay with me, okay? Just follow me, please. Let's thank the Lord. Let's lift, lift our hands to thank the Lord. Come here, honey. Come forward. I'll break depression off of you now in Jesus' name. There it is, right there. Fire. Come here, sir. Depression. Get off of him now in Jesus' name. Come here, come forward. I break every demonic assault against his mind in Jesus' name. Lies of the enemy, I break it off of him now in Jesus' name. Keep fighting through things. Keep moving forward, okay? Don't quit. You can do it. Okay, you got it? I take the anointing. Fire in her. Put your hands up, honey. You're moving through change right now. There's so many things around you that's change, like it's almost like, oh, my Lord, could it be any crazier? But the Lord said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. You be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't be moved. There's anointing. Come here on here. What's wrong? Depression? No, what? Addiction. addiction. Okay. Okay. Are you married? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Father, she's the one that wanted to have a child. Father, I thank you that she'll have a child. That her that her womb will conceive in the name of Jesus. I speak a child into her womb now. Be free from anything. Come here, sir. Step forward. No more. Yep. Be healed in those eyes now in Jesus' name. Take the anointing. Come here, sir. Come here. It's okay. Let it flow into you. There it is right there. There it is. Take it. There it is. Yep, you got it. Come here, honey. What's wrong?
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Well, Father, grant her the heart's desires. Take that morning. Don't pray in tongues. Just let it go into you, sweetheart. There. Just let it go into you. Now I think I see you like with worship and music on in your home, like change the atmosphere with worship. That's what I hear the Lord telling you. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Good. All right, good. Now I break that off for her now in Jesus' name. Fire, come here, honey. There it is, right there. Fire, come here. The Lord's going to use you and open great doors for you. You know that? Excited about it? Yeah. You know that in your heart, right? Yeah. You believe God and you're going to be used mightily for his namesake. Father, raise her up to be a mighty woman of God. Take the anointing. Now, Satan is a liar and the father of lies. And remember, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for pulling down those strongest listeners and casting down imaginations, those lofty thoughts that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We cast down every lie of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. Lift your hands up, on you. Come over here a little bit. Come here. Now, Father, I thank you for healing her from the top of her head to the bottom
1: of her feet. It's, it's in the family strife.
0: Mm-hmm. We break every form of strife in our family. I thank you the love of God that prevails. This hope does not disappoint because the love of God's been shed abroad in her heart by the Holy Ghost. Speak words of love. Speak words of encouragement and watch watch the atmosphere change because of the love of God in words like we were taught tonight words that don't divide words that unite words that pull people together words of life and encouragement words of peace in Jesus name come here honey now you're going to sleep good tonight i break that depression off of her now in Jesus name come here honey all that depression off of her now Devil, you leave her alone. Be free from that now. There it is, right there. Take the anointing. See it? It's going into you. Yeah, it went into you, honey. Take the anointing. Now, I see you moving in the word of God, in the power of God, flowing in the anointing, revelation, gifts, and prophecy functioning through you. and the laying on of hands, those hands need to be on people with sickness and disease. I know you do, but you'll do more. And I see you prophesying out of your lips the word of the Lord to people and the gifts of the Spirit functioning through you with accuracy in the name of Jesus. And there's going to be times where you're going to go out and speak and the doors will open for you to go. And you'll bring people in, and I see you having women's conferences. Yep, I see you having them. And they'll increase, and women are going to come and begin to serve and back their husbands and get behind them. Come here, honey. Now, finances are coming, money's on the way, and you're believing God for increase and change. Do not listen to the voice of the devil. For so the many voices in the world, 1 Corinthians 14, 10, none without significance, listen to the voice of faith and the word in your spirit, the voice of God in your spirit, and you're going to sleep good tonight. There it is. There it is, right there, right there. Take the anointing. <sighs> Come here, honey. Okay, I understand. Now, Father, raise her up. Let her see your power. Move in her heart. Fill her with the power of the Holy Spirit that removes anything that's not of God. You're back. Yeah, Father, thank you for my brother. There it is, right there. Take the anointing, take the anointing. Come here honey, come on over here so we don't fall on someone. Lift your hands up to God. You love Jesus, right? You feel that anointing on you? You do, don't you? Now the Lord knows your heart's desires and wants to bring the right person to you, but you have to wait on him. Do not go fishing in the world's pool. You wait on the Lord and trust also in Him and He'll bring to you that which is of God. Come here, honey. Come on over here. Come over here. You got up so quick. Stay. Stay under the anointing. Now you fight sometimes with depression, suicidal thoughts. The enemy tries to tell you he lies to you, tells you you're of no good and this, that, and the other. All these lies. I break every assignment against her in Jesus' name. Loose her. Bring her back. Now I see you singing for the Lord, worshiping. You're a worshiper. I see you singing and worshiping and adoring God at the feet of Jesus, like Mary and Martha. I see the anointing. Come here, honey. Do you speak in tongues? You speak in, have ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit? You haven't, that's what the Lord says. Okay. Father, fill her with the Holy Spirit with evidence to speak in other tongues. Come here, honey. I break every form of darkness that would come against her life. Be free in Jesus' name. I told you I'm going to do it for you. It's going to come to pass, everything that you've been praying and believing for. It's going to come to pass. You know that, don't you? Yeah. And you know the Lord's going to work on your behalf. He already is, right? Yeah. You want to be used mightily of God, don't you? Yeah, you do. You're going to. No. The money will come in. The provision will come for you to go. There will be nothing to stop that which, whatever God's Spirit endorses in the leading of the Holy Spirit, it shall come to pass and the money shall come. Now, there's been a lot of negative words that have spoken against you in times past harsh words, things that were hurtful and painful words. And it's damaged you in your mind sometimes, the things that go through your head. You've been tormented by a lot of things like verbal abuse. But I'm here to tell you, your heavenly Father loves you, honey, and he speaks good words over you. You're a good girl, and he loves you so much. So now we break the curse of negative words spoken over that have made her sometimes self-hate herself as though there's something wrong. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a good girl. Father, I thank you for this precious woman of God. There it is right there. Sleep. You are literally a sign and a wonder your life. Because there's so much that's come against you. You shouldn't even be here today. But you are because of God's love and prayer. People have prayed for you. And God's got his hand on you. And he's helping you more than you know. And I know you believe him. Don't feel bad no more. You're forgiven. Don't feel bad. It's okay. Father, thank you for her. You're going to sleep at night. Now the enemy that's assaulted you. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Just let your request be known to him and the God of peace, peace. I will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because they trust me. He says, my peace I give you, my peace I leave you, not as the world gives given. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. There it is my. You've been through a lot of tests. Some you've won, some you've lost. But you're still here and you're winning. You want to do everything God wants you to do. That's what I hear in her heart. There's only right there. Break it. Something's got to change, Lord. Something's got to change can't stay like this anymore let change come let change come tonight change the word tonight was really good right it really helped you didn't it Yes. Yeah. i've told myself this before but i'm i'm going to make a change. yeah i want to be more like jesus she says i'll work hard for him lord i'll work hard for you fire Father, I thank you for this man. I speak faith over him. speak healing into his body. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, I thank you for his back healed, lower back healed, body healed in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for it now in Jesus' name. You're going to feel heat run through your spine right now. Yes, There it is. There it went into you. The word that was spoken tonight was very important tonight. It helped you, didn't it? Very important for you. You guys got to help me. We can't have people falling, okay? Come on over here, honey. I just don't want you. You're doing good, guys. You're doing good. I'm not mad at you. Now, you have been waiting for God's will and God's choice and God's plan, and, and you have done well in that. But when will it happen? Well, the Bible says that uh, through faith and patience you inherit the promise. she shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Eight. You, you've been praying to the Lord, asking him to do things in your life. I need God's help in these areas because I need help. Bring it to pass, Father. For this is the confidence you have in me. If you ask anything according to my will, I hear you. And if you know that I hear you, I know you're gonna br- I'm going to bring it to pass. Those things, they shall come to pass, what you've been praying. It shall come to pass. Yeah. Now, no, don't worry so much about anything. You worry no too much, okay? And the Bible says to cast your care on the Lord. And uh, anxiety. It's anxiety is what it is. Now, I break that depression off of him now. Lose him! Signed, it sighs. There's a lot of things inside of you to do yet for God. There's a lot of creative ideas and things inside of you. Follow the Spirit. Let Him let Him let Him show you those things. Let Him bring things up on the inside that are of Him. There it is, right there. Give me honey. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. God heard your prayers. He's gonna bring it to pass. He's even gonna protect those that you love. You get concerned sometimes, you know. What's going to happen? You know, my kids and my daughter and all the things. You just, you just trust me. I'm, I got I to got watch on them. Don't worry. I heard your prayers. There it is, right there. Peace. Come here, sweetheart. You need sleep. Lord, you need sleep. You sleep well at night. Been disrupted. There it is, right there. Thank you, Lord. Good job, guys. Now you have to wait before the Lord on some things because there's a way to make things happen in our natural man. Like we could just, I could do that. I could make things happen real fast because of my personality. But the Bible says wait on the Lord, trust also in him and he'll bring it to pass. So slow down and say, okay Lord, show me your timing and then you bring it to pass for it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit. In other words, it could be by might of natural man but it's by the Spirit that things come to pass. So wait on the Spirit and let Him bring the things that you're believing for. And just slow down. Rest. So you Say, well, what's going to happen? Say, God's got it. That's all you got to do. Say, God's got it. Got it? God's got it? That's helping you, right? Yes. All right. Now, peace in Jesus' name. Come forward just again. Come here. And then even the words that were spoken today. To declare and decree and speak the word to The message today was very important for you. Okay, you got it? Take that on you. Come here, bro. Stomach? What's wrong?
1: Just uh anger in the
0: home you talked about. Oh, okay. All right. Now, Father, I thank you for unity, yes. the love of God, words that breed unity and love, encouragement. I break the assignment against his family, against his home. We break that now in the name of Jesus. There it is. Remember. Bro. Separate yourself unto God. Come ye out and be separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I'll welcome you. Be not deceived, God's not mocked. However, if you, if you associate with people that are in the world, they'll pull you down. So you know what God's saying, right? You got it? Okay. And he loves you. There it is. Break that assignment off him in Jesus' name. Are you up here for prayer? That's a good word, isn't it? Because it's true. You have to come out and be separate because God has his hand on you. And you can't live in one foot in the world and one foot with God. You've got to all the way, 1,000% for God. This is your night. You make it right, okay? You got me? All right, good. Come here, sir. What's wrong? Lungs, lungs okay. That's what I thought. Now, I command these lungs to be opened. I break that assignment against these lungs. Let them operate perfect breathing. In Jesus' name. Come here, again. I'll take a deep breath. See? Zoe. There it goes. See, it went into him. What do you need, sis? Lower back. Sit down here. Quickly. Let's lift our hands and thank God. No. Because God's doing a great work in people. Put your legs out. I like your sneaks. Lift them up, okay? Okay, okay. this leg's up high. Okay, just grew out. Where was your pain? Huh? Right at the base of the pelvis? Mm-hmm. Is it there now? It is? Okay, watch. I command the pain to depart from her now in Jesus' name. Speak to that pelvis or spine. Be made whole now in Jesus' name. See? Told you. You feel warmth in there? You feel anything going on? That's okay. You don't have to feel anything. Come here. Stand up. Let's lift our hands in the congregation and worship God, okay? Okay. Let me lay hands on you now. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for healing her spine. There it goes, right there. Wow. Just went into her. Okay. Let's lift our hands and thank you. Come here, honey. Come closer. What's wrong? My sciatic. Sit there. Okay. All right, sit there. Come up another step right there, right on the third step. Okay. Let's lift our hands and just, just worship Jesus and give him all the praise and glory. Let me see your legs, okay? Okay. This leg's up high. Yeah, but now watch. Did you see that? Probably about three inches. This one's shorter. It can't leave you that way. Now it's perfect. That's nice, isn't it? I like your scarf. So you see that one shot out about two inches, maybe two and a half, even more. And this one's now even. Now your bone on this knee? Okay. Now, put your hand there. Now, Father, we thank you for putting cartilage, ligaments, signs and wonders. I speak it into her right now. You're going to feel warmth. There it goes. Uh-uh. See that? Yeah. Like heat, right? Thank you. Like fire, like heat, right? Yeah. You feel that, don't you? I do. That feels good, doesn't it? Yes, it does. thank you, Father. Thank you. Good. Well, heal that sciatic nerve. In fact, when I was praying for your legs, your sciatic nerve's already healed. Come on, stand up now. That feels good, right? Hallelujah. You're like shot out about two and a half inches. You saw it, didn't you? It was nice. Okay, lift your hands up. Close your eyes. What do you need, honey? Come closer. What do you need? depression? That's what it is. I know. I'll break that depression off of her her now. He he wants you to know he loves you, honey. God loves you. His love is eternal. The Bible says nothing shall separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Things present, things to come. Persecutions, afflictions, angels, demons. Nothing shall separate you from the love of God what do you need sir encouragement okay well, Father right now I just take authority over, over all assaults against his mind, against his family against his body against his spirit, soul and body right now I speak in, fire into him I can tell when it, the anointing the goes out don't rush anybody up by the way come here honey what do you need Your mom. Okay. That's here, but now it's in our your mom. Do we have a handkerchief we can bring to her? Is there a handkerchief we can use? And also I have cataracts that I have. Okay. Ushers, do we have a handkerchief? Okay. All right. All right. Let me pray for your eyes, and then we'll leave a handkerchief on you to go give to your mom. Now, Father, we thank you for cataracts that are being dissolved, burnt away in Jesus' name. There it is. Okay, give me the handkerchief. Now, Father, we thank you. You wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul that there were brought unto him handkerchiefs and aprons when they laid hands on him. The anointing went into it, and when it went on to people, evil spirits were driven out, and people were miraculously healed. Because the anointing can be transferred in cloth. It was in Jesus' garment when the woman issued blood, touched it. How are you, sir? Good to see you. Well, have
1: back pain, I've fallen prostrate. Okay. Other I'm 84,
0: so. Okay. Well, lift your hands up. Close your eyes. Father, touch his back. Stay behind him, guys. Touch his back. Causes swollen prostrate to go down. Be it done unto him according to his faith. Father, you're the healer, not me. Yes. You're the miracle worker. In this atmosphere, anything can happen. Touch his body, and Jesus, 84 years young, renew his youth as the eagles. Yes. I thank you for long life that you'll satisfy him and show him your salvation. Life that's long and full, New Jerusalem translation. Stay behind him. There's the anointing, sir, take it. In the name of Jesus. There it is, right there. There, it went into you. It just went into the anointing. Yeah. Lower back pain? Well, that's nothing. That's nothing for the Lord. Sir, just enjoy the anointing down there. Put something under his head. If you put a purse or something under his head. Okay, put your legs out, honey. Okay, how long relax, okay? Don't be tense. Okay, how long have you had back pain? Relax, you're two tens. December, okay. This leg is shorter. Okay. You see that come out? Can you feel that? Okay. Now where was your back? Lower back? Okay. Okay. Now he's touching your back right now. All that pain's going from you now. The spine has to align pain has to go now in Jesus' name. That was easy. Stand up for a minute. Okay, lift your hands up. Come closer. Oh, Father, I thank you for this woman of God. So many things you want to do for the Lord. I know, your heart is good. You want to sing? Really? Oh, Okay. You want to show the Lord that you'll worship him and honor him with your life, right? There it is right there. What do you need, honey? Okay, come forward. Now the money will come in and I will supply all your needs and the financial stress that you feel sometimes it creates anxiety is all um, removed when you're in faith on finances and so... So the Bible says, given and shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, I'll cause men to pour back into your bosom. You're not alone either, he said, lo, I'm with you always, even to the uttermost ends of the earth, there it is. Now, do not let anybody contact you by way of phone, internet, or anything that has no business in your life. Good to see you. What would you need, honey? Um, Lower back. Lower back. We've prayed for you. Let's pray again. Father, thank you for healing her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And you're not sleeping at night either. God, Father, let her sleep well tonight. Let the pain in her back, see how hot your head is right now? That's the anointing. My hands are hot. Now, if you have to ask the question like I wonder why, then you have to go to the place where you'd have to say, Is that faith? Because faith says, I believe I've received it. So that's what the enemy says. He brings question marks around the will of God, around the healing power of God, around the and then and then he, he works to get us to a place of neutral where he neutralizes our faith. There it is. See the anointing? It's going into you. There it is, it's going into you. (sighs) Come here, sir. Um, Seems to me like you say, well, Lord, is there a word for me? There it is. Just take the anointing, there's no word. The same God that raised Jesus from the dead is the same God isn't that what he just told you? He, told me he's me that he sold you the same thing. The same me, Jesus, the That's what he's been telling her. What he told me so the same thing that I just spoke, he's been telling you been for how long?
1: Six, seven months.
0: Six, seven months. Yes, do you yes. think God knows what's going on with you?
1: He, he wants me to do the work. He me to
0: do. Okay, well, I'm going to release you into that oh, now. Oh, Lord, Father, release her into all that you've been speaking to her. Father, use her. Raise her up to do everything you've called her to do. Fire! It's good to see you, honey. You're dealing with depression. You have been depressed. Come here, honey. It's okay. It's okay. You've never been here or done it before? No. Okay, I'm it's going to be, scared. don't be afraid. It's okay. Aww. You know what? God's seen you in the day you were born. He loves you. So you feel that warmth, honey, on you. That's the power of God. He loves you so much. Now, Father, heal her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. All that depression left you, honey. It's gone from you. You feel that? Like relief, right? Like something yeah. broke off your head, like a band. Yeah. It's gone, right? You've never seen it before, but it's real. He loves you, okay? Aww. You brought her here tonight, didn't you? Yeah. Good job. It's your mom? Who is she? It's my friend. Your friend. She's like a mom to you, though, huh? oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, you've sown a lot of good seed in helping a lot of people and you have a really good heart and the Lord sees that and he's proud of you and he's going to use you even greater to reach out the people that people would bypass and let go by the people in the cracks you'll go find them because you love with that kind of heart and that's a good girl Amen. fire good to see you man what do you need? and my hip has been out for that's so years. easy, get like over a, this like yeah. sit over there, sit up there up there alright, good, let's lift our hands and thank the Lord okay, so put your legs out let me see, okay, relax okay, you see how off you are look, do you see that, it's off now watch that was easy can you feel that that's pretty good, isn't it this leg grew out about an inch and a half Okay, now where was your pain? Uh, it actually shoots down the
1: left side. I would get it
0: again. But is it there now? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's not there, right? Yeah. Okay, good. A bit of ache in the back, that's well, crazy. that's just muscle. That's just, that's just muscles. Yeah, it's just muscles. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that good, right? Yeah. I'm glad you came tonight. Yeah. All right, good. Father, thank you. Heal him from the top of his head. We thank you that you're the healer. We give you all the praise and all the glory and honor as the healer. That touches in men's bodies as you promised, through your stripes he's healed. Now, take the anointing. There it is. Glad you came, sir. Praise the Lord. What do you need honey? A large
1: cyst
0: on here? Okay, a cyst on your pancreas. Okay. Do you feel it right now? Can you feel it? Like can you push down there and feel that? Is it there? The but where where's the cyst? Okay. Well, Jesus spoke to a fig tree, and he cursed it at the root. And he says, from henceforth, let that which tried to live to bear fruit from the kingdom of darkness, we curse it at the root. Now, dry up! Lift your hands and worship. What do you need, sir? Sleepless nights and poor digestion. Poor digestion and sleepless nights. Maybe if you had more sleepless nights, you'd have better digestion. Sounds good to me. Father, I thank you from the top of his head to the soles of his feet that he's healed. We break every assignment against his body in Jesus' name. Let him sleep good. You give your beloved rest. You make him to lie down in green pastures. Hallelujah. What do you need, sweetheart? Thyroid. thyroid issue, okay. Okay. When I had an open heart surgery. Properly. Okay, great your spine will get fixed. Quick, sit over here. Let's fix the spine. Let Jesus fix your spine. You're going to sleep good tonight, sir. Sleep good tonight. Okay. Put your legs out. Let's give Jesus all the glory. Relax. Way too tense. Relax, relax. Okay. See how this, this leg's high? It's high. Close your eyes and thank him. Father, I ask you to move a rib cage. Your rib cage is going to move right now. Told you. (laughs) My father, fix her heart. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Okay. Come back over here and stand up. Okay. Can I lift your hands to heaven? And thank you. Say, "I am the heels of the Lord, the from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet." In the name of Jesus. Good to see you. What do you need, ma'am? I have it
1: burning in my hip. hip. It's like it's in my
0: bone. Okay. Sit down over there. Let's check your. Go up another couple. Let's thank. Let's lift our hands in the congregation and worship him. God's doing a great thing here tonight doing a great work okay relax you're off see how it's off look it's up on that right that be your right hip that's why you have pain up there now watch how fast see you feel that you felt it didn't you that was that was nice right yeah. now is there any more pain in that hip yeah. there isn't is there because Jesus just healed you
1: amen amen, amen. amen.
0: it's gone right yes. beautiful hallelujah Praise the Lord. What do you need, sir? Refreshing, renewing. Okay. Need okay. God All right. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. There it is right there. There it goes right into you. It goes into you. I just wanted you to lift your hands and praise him. What do you need, sir? What's wrong? I'm going through a spiritual battle and physical problems. I had a back operation. You day. did. Eighteen screws in your back. And everything else is screwed up. It's pretty screwed up, huh? Okay, come on over there. Can you you reel over there and just sit on the, the, just go over there and sit on the pew. I'll be right there. Praise the Lord. I don't know why, but I felt like God said, pray for all the young people, all the teenagers and young people, young people, young kids, young kids, adults, whatever, young adults, come quickly after this, after we pray. You need to come up, okay? in fact you can make your way down now okay put your legs out sir let's lift our hands and thank God all over the father I ask you right now to heal him I thank you for your power to flow in his body from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet right now release the anointing of God I take authority over every assignment against him in pain I rebuke it command it to come out of the body father do a miracle where all those screws are change him put your power in those arenas, those areas, and mend, restore, heal, and do a miracle inside of them in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for it. Now you're going to start feeling heat, sir, in your spine. Go down your spine. You watch. Jesus' mighty name. Feel that warmth? Yeah. Yeah. It's on your back. It's on your forehead. You have faith, right? Like you're connected with the power, right? Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now just praise him. Just praise him. Ushers, come. Finances will come to you, money will come, and you will never lack finances for that, which God's called you to do. God God saves the best for last, so he's going to raise up a whole other generation of young people to move in the power of God. God's got his hand on your life. He's going to use you mightily see you worshiping, singing before the Lord with a heart after God. Sow good seed with your lips, even as the message was spoken tonight. It was a direct message for you to speak life. Isn't that true? You know it's true. So now, Father, raise her up to be a mighty woman of God. Come here, man of God. Lift your hands up. Okay, Father, bless him. God's going to use him in the days to come. Come here, honey. What's wrong? okay okay do we have a handkerchief yes. okay what's your mom's name Julie, Julie? Mm-hmm. oh that's a nice name okay I'll be right back come here sir lift your hands up what's wrong back pain Yes. a lot of back pain right okay come up here and sit right here sit up there how long you been in this pain okay have her hold on to that Months, right? It's about to go a little it, Look off. See how off you are? Can you see that? What, about two and a half inches? Okay, watch how fast. Did you see it? Okay. Now are they even? They are, right? Okay. Now where is your pain? It's gone. Get out of here, will you? You're healed. How many months? Six months. Wow, now bend over, sir. Just bend over. Feels good, huh? Perfectly healed, right? We won't even charge you. Praise the Lord. Just come tomorrow night, though, okay? Come here, honey, what's wrong? haven't forgotten about you. Julie, your mom, what's wrong? Okay, okay, come forward. Power into her in Jesus' name. What do you need, honey? Okay, all right. Father, I thank you right now for your power. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. There it is. What do you need, honey? Thyroid. You were part of the thyroid group. Okay. Do they swell? What goes on? Cloudy. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get normal thyroids. Father, we thank you for those thyroid glands that are absolutely perfect in the name of Jesus. I command them to go down and back to where they should be in Jesus' name. What do you need, honey? Thyroid too. Okay, Okay, so we command these thyroids in the name of Jesus to go back to complete normality in Jesus' name. Command her bladder to be well as well. What do you need, honey? Hearing. Hearing. What's wrong? Can't hear? You prayed for me last year. And? Papa. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yeah. I'll take the anointing. What's wrong, sir? I need strength. Strength? Yes. You Your tanks? I or... Pray for my wife earlier. Okay. 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 So you need strength, too, because you're kind of tough in the battle, right? Okay. Battle weary? Yes. Okay. All right. We top off his tank. Okay. Now you're going to get filled really fast. You've never seen a tank get filled so fast. You get off of the ground, you're gonna be drunk. Fill What do you need, sir? You're back? Okay. I need a lot. Okay. I don't know where to start. Maybe uh Okay. Back to the depth. Okay. Why don't you can you sit on the front row right there? Can you go over there and sit and I'll come back to you. Where's Julie's mom? Julie, the mom. Your mom's Julie, okay? Give me that. Your name is Emily. Father, we thank you for Julie, her mom, right now. We thank you that you wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. I believe this with all of my heart. They were brought into him handkerchiefs and aprons, just like Jesus' garment. The anointing was in it. And when the woman with the wish of blood touched his garment, virtue went out. I thank you for virtue that goes out, delivers her mom, Julie. Julie, be free! In Jesus' name. Now go take that to her. In the name of Jesus. I believe the word as it's done and said, spoken. I believe the word with all my heart. Lift your hands up. You have do you like music? Yes. You do, don't you? Play you play yeah. youth drums, that's what I thought. All right. All right, man. A Father anoint him with the Holy Ghost. Burn inside of him a flame of fire in his heart. Fire Come here, honey. What's your name? Olivia. Olivia. Wow. Olivia's are usually super creative. Are you creative? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. No. It's time for you to move with God. This is is a season for you to bust loose and just run out of the pack and just fall in love with God, spend long hours in prayer and meet with God. Fire! You got the message earlier, didn't you? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Okay. You want God to show you what to do? You do, don't you? He says, I want you to wear red watches. I'm just kidding. Fire! He'll show you. Come here, man. What's your name? Aaron? Aaron? Nice. What do you want the Lord to do? You just came up because I call for youth, right? Okay, all right. I like your pigtails. What's your name? Willow is your name? Really? How old are you? Eleven. 11. Wow, lift your hands up. Father, thank you for Willow. Close your eyes, honey. Father, let her sleep good at night. Raise her up to be a mighty woman of God. Let your power burn on her in bed tonight. Let the anointing be upon her. That she serves you all the days of her life. You know her? You do, don't you? What's your name? Stella. Stella. That's a beautiful name. Stella, put your hands up, Stella. Father, I thank you for Stella. You're a good writer. You're really gifted at writing and drawing. She's creative. Fire under her in Jesus' name. Hey, how you doing? Good. I like your hair. Thanks. How long did it take you to do that? One day. How many years? Is this one day? You did that on one day? She did it. All right, all right. Father, we thank you for our life. Fire in Jesus' name. Give me your hand. Your leg. Yeah, I had to get surgery on it and You I had, had to... surgery on the leg? Yeah, there's a plate in there now. There's a plate in there now? Does it hurt right now?
1: Yeah, it does hurt.
0: It's actually kind of swollen. Really swollen? Yeah. Okay. Lift it up like this real high. Okay, touch it to the ground. You got pain in there now? No. Really. <laughs> it's not there, is it? Because Jesus just healed you. The Father, take all the swelling out. Heal her. Raise her up to be a woman of God. Come here, honey. Um, what do you need? I have pain right here. You have pain right there? Um, now watch this. I command that pain to depart now. You leave her alone now. Now! What do you need? Um, my knees, they aren't aligned straight. Your knees aren't aligned straight? That must mean your legs aren't aligned straight. Okay, get down there, go over here, we'll fix your knees. How you doing? Go over there, sit. Let's thank God, because these kids are being touched. Lester Summerall said, if we don't reach the next generation with the gospel, they'll grow up and kill us. Okay. Okay. Your legs are aligned now, look. They align better. They align better, right? Yeah, because one leg was shorter. But now they're perfect. What's your name? I'm Emma. Emma. Okay, Emma, did you have pain in there? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Is it there now? No. Get out of here. You're healed. Isn't that great? Okay, lift your hands up. Father, raise up Emma. Raise her up, Father. Use her mightily. Let her seek your face like a fire. Let her seek your face, Father. Let her go tell everybody, Jesus healed, grew my legs out. What do you need? Peace? Peace? Okay, come here. Isaiah. 26.3 says, I will keep them in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on me? Dawson, mm-hmm. what you doing? Good. I think I know your mom and dad. Yeah, yeah they're good people, huh? Mm-hmm. Your mom's a secretary. Mm-hmm. Your dad's a good guy too, huh? Yes. Yeah, you close with him? Yeah. yeah, you like to have fun with him? He's a good guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you need from God? Um, I've had stomach pains and uh, runny noses. Runny noses? You got stomach pain now? No. Okay. Father, raise him up. I take complete authority over every assignment against his life. There's been much prayer over him. Father, I thank you that you will use him not only now but in the days to come. He's got a good heart. Fire! What do you need? Nothing really. Nothing just came up? Okay. Father, bless him. Anointing, go in Jesus' name. Let's lift our hands and thank God. God's doing a work in here. He's doing a work. Okay, sir, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for my brother from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. I thank you for divine healing that flows into his body. Thank you for his spine, his lower back, from the spinal cord in his neck all the way down, that you'll do a work and heal him. I thank you when he lays down, his sleep shall be sweet. I thank you remove all frustration and out of his life in Jesus' name. Father, use him even yet to be a great mighty voice piece to those around him about what God is doing, what God can do, what he's going to do. I break every assault against his mind that's come against him in Jesus' name. Yeah, there's a strong anointing on you right now, sir. You feel that warmth? You do, don't you? On your head and my back, see this hand right there? There's heat running down your spine right now, Watch. All the numbness in your feet's gonna go, numbness in the hands has to go. Father, touch his spinal cord in Jesus' name. Fix it. Even all the way through the night when he lays in bed. Let there be fire that runs through his spine and realigns him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now the anointing went into you, sir. Let's thank God. Hey, buddy. Hey, Amen. Good to see you. Look at this guy. Christopher. You know what my name is? Christopher. This is a divine connection, man. Amen. He's a good boy, man. I like his hair, too. He's a good guy. Father, raise up Christopher. Raise him up, Father. Use him just like his daddy in the ministry. Use him in the name of Jesus. He's going to go in the ministry like you. Father, who's this guy? Who is this? What's his name? What's his name? Who? Rigel. Rigel. He's he's a happy guy, isn't he? Oh, he's always happy. Father, raise up, Rajal. In Jesus' name, take the name. Like them. them... <laughs> oh, look at this guy. He's the best man. I just want to take him home, man. Look at the little red shoes, and that. he's got a good sense of humor, doesn't he? He likes to cut it up, doesn't he? Come on over here. Thank you for him. Come on over here, Dad. He's a good guy. Now get a picture of this guy right there. I've got to put it on my newsletter or something. Now finances are going to come in. Increase shall come to you. There's going to be an increase in the anointing, increase in the gifts of the Spirit. Your teaching and preaching abilities will increase. And the Lord is going to use you greater in the days to come. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. For a faithful man shall abound with much blessings. My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. Psalms 101 verse 6 they might be my associates, the one translation says. Father, increase him. Increase him in the anointing, in Jesus' name. Hey, come here, you. Lift your hands up. Father, we thank you for her, in Jesus' name. Fire! Who's this guy? What's your name? Mm-hmm. Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. Father, we bless her. Fire! What's your name, honey? Emma? Emma? Another Emma. Come here. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you made her a smarty pants. She's an intelligent girl. Thank you, Father. You gave her an enlarged brain to use for your glory. Raise her up. Come here, honey. What's your name? Mia. Mia. Mama Mia. (laughs) Father, thank you for Mia. She's precious, Father. Use her, raise her up in Jesus' name. Keep her from the harm of the enemy. Watch over her in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and thank thank God now. Scoliosis scoliosis in the spine. I don't know who that is, but they've been told you that you have scoliosis. That's being mended right now. I don't know who that is, but it's being mended. The scoliosis of the spine is being healed right now in Jesus' name. Spines are being aligned right now. Is that you, honey? It is okay. All right, I'm going to pray for you. You're going to lay on the floor, and your spine's going to start moving. Okay, they told you scoliosis, right? Okay, sit over there, and let's check you first. Look at these little beauties under the anointing. Look, isn't that precious right there? Okay. All right, scoliosis. Relax, relax, relax. Okay, this legs was, but look, see that? Did you see that? Now, I command her spine to be made whole. Do you have pain in your spine? It's painful, right? Because your spine's not straight. Okay, stand up now. Come over here, hon. Okay, turn around. Now, I'm going to pray for you. And when you go into the anointing, come over here. You're going to lay there and you're going to start feeling your spine start going. Okay? Right? Okay, come here. Come start. Now, Father, I command scoliosis to come out of the spine. I command it to come in order with God now. Fire! Let's lift our hands and thank him. Just worship him. Hallelujah. How many of you could tell you had a miracle in your body? You could sense it. just felt the power of God go in you. All over the building. People touched by the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think you should come up? And we'll just let's let's um, we're gonna come back tomorrow night. How many are you gonna come back tomorrow night? Invite ten people. I'm telling you, God is on the move. So um, why don't you stand to your feet? Those that are under the anointing can stand to your feet. Let's lift our hands and begin to worship Him, just for a minute. As she will turn it back over to you. And thank you. Honor to serve. Thank you.
1: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We did get a picture. It was beautiful. You gorgeous ones. How many of you believe that what you have received tonight was of God and is anointed? Amen. You feel the touch of God. You know he's real. You know he did something tonight that will cause you to never be the same. Amen. Don't keep it to yourself. Please go share. They overcome by the word of the Lord and the word of their testimony. Amen. Amen. I'm with him in inviting some more people. We got one more night here at the main campus. Um, we're gonna move on to Urbana. Then he's gonna be at Kenton on Thursday, and then come back to Kenton on Sunday night. So it's there's still a lot coming for the OBM family. Amen, amen. All right, so let's pray, and then we're gonna dismiss you guys and let you all get home. Father, we just thank you, Father, for the great work of the Lord, the beautiful display. Father, manifestation of your Holy Spirit tonight in the people. Father, that you did a mighty work. Father, that you healed, you delivered, and you set free. Just like you said you would in Isaiah 61. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your marvelous works. Let us go and be whole tonight, Father. Keep us safe until tomorrow night when we reconvene here at the same time and same place. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Tell somebody what God did for you.